gone, but you can't hide, bitch! All right, I'm excited to go to this new podcasting studio. It's very, very nice of Ben's parents to offer to have us there. Uh, but first, we got to get across Lake Topo Chico. I'm getting kind of worried because, you know, this is the last ferry of the week. Uh, it's Friday. It's almost, you know, 11 p.m. Like Ben should be here. He knows this is the last one. How, should we should we just should we? I mean, we don't really have a choice but to go. So yeah, I guess we just. Go. All right. OK, Captain, go ahead and just leave. Wait. He's Okay, we're leaving. Oh, wait. Who's that little that little man in the <laughs> in the distance? I oh, think wait. it's Ben. His little legs are moving so fast, but he's moving so slow. Is that Oh, it's is that is that Ben? Camp counselor Ben? Wait, he's waving. Wait, is he saying something? I can kind of hear him. Wait, let's What is he saying? Wait, don't go. Wow, it's almost like he's louder than us, spiping <laughs> further away. Don't go. Wait. Wait, don't go away. Hey, don't go. <laughs> okay, I kind of heard that. Maybe yeah. he doesn't want us to go and leave him. But that's oh. so typical of him, right? Yeah. Like, He's but... always late. All right. Oh, my God. This this house is, even as, um, you know, a couple young men from the Hidden Hills, this is a very nice house, even to, even to us. This is, this is very palatial, mm -hmm. uh, very modern, but somehow gothic, but somehow Baroque architecture. <laughs> This is gonna be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and uh, ring the door. It's like one of those claw, uh, claw hand uh, door knocker things. Let's see. All right, someone's there. I'm expecting lurch. Who is? Wait, it can't be. How are you here? Whoa! What did you do? Did you take a speedboat to the other side? What do you mean? I've been here the whole time. What? what? Also, do you like the door knockers? They're beautiful. You got pretty good knockers, but I, we I saw you at we saw you at the lake. You didn't make it to the ferry. How did you beat us here? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I once again, I've been here the whole time looking at this present I got for y'all. Wait, is that okay? Is this some kind of April Fool? A book of stamps, really? <laughs> All right, here. Let me let me. Oh, uh -huh, you're so funny. I get it. What kind of stamps are they? Phoenix.com stamp. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Wow. That, that is actually a really good April Fool because we would have thought if that, that you were Stamp Chancellor Glenn, if not for it being, you know, your alma mater. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> we both did go there. Oh, what? really? I thought canonically you, you didn't. <laughs> oh, Who wait. What did, he, what did he study? <laughs> did you study um, CPR and he didn't? Or what? What was it again? <laughs> yeah, I think I no no no. I studied. I got the certificate in CPR, but not swimming. Mm, well, fortunately, I don't. Fortunately, I don't remember either way. So you could be lying, and I yeah, would never so know. But both good. Uh huh. Uh, well, you know what? It's time to go ahead and get into this podcast. So let's go ahead and get settled upstairs in the podcasting studio and get going. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Did y'all know this house is from the 1800s? What? what you open it over there? <laughs> Nothing. The doors. Ew. Your doors are Velcro? Yes. <laughs> it saves time. I guess that would be like pretty <laughs> solid for security. Like you would never be snuck in on, you know? Yeah. Be like, is someone doing their uh, therapeutic shoes or orthopedic shoes? What is the word? All right. Welcome in everyone <laughs> to another episode of You Can't Hide the number one horror movie recap podcast this side of Lake Topo. Chico, we're in at the podcasting studio of uh, Stamp, uh, Stamp Chancellor Ben's uh, parents. <laughs> and this week we have a treat for y'all. Uh, speaking of April Fool, we got pranked by, I'm going to call him Stamp Chancellor Ben because he, he's so silly. Uh, the movie this week is April Fool's Day. Um, it's my first time... <laughs> This is my first time watching it, and it's a treat. It really is. If you haven't seen it, it's available on Prime Video currently as of recording time. And all right, well, yeah, let's let's go ahead and get into this week in horror, though our our newest segment. Um, the only thing I really have that I remember going on in horror is I heard that the collected, the third movie in the collector film series, is now up in the air. Um, the, I don't know if y'all are not familiar with this series. It's the collection and the collector, the first two, and it's basically like. 
saw but there's actually a killer like you actually see a killer the whole time it's just like really stupid gory fun i enjoy him at least um but yeah apparently the third one might not might not ever happen at all and it makes me sad i think it will it'll happen <clears throat> wait it was a film series <laughs> yeah there's two of them there's the collector and the collection i think oh my god collected and then collection <laughs> Awkwardly, I think I've seen both, but I did not put they were together. <laughs> you just thought it was like a, a man with a leather yeah. gimp mask killing people in the same way two times. I did. I did. Oh my god. I yeah, I think I've seen them both and I have not put that together. Wow. You learn something new every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have something. Oh, go ahead. Um, so it was announced that Saw 10 is in oh, development. Yeah. Starring Chris Rock, Sam Jackson, and more. So we already know Chris Rock doesn't die. (laughs) (laughs) Are they calling it something else, though? It says Spiral from the Book of Saul. Okay. Interesting. I wonder what's going to happen. I I bet I could piece together the plot, but I'm not going to. (laughs) (laughs) So this movie starts. (laughs) (laughs) It starts at the ferry. Yeah, does it? Um, well, doesn't okay. it start like VHS style, like being yeah, recorded? So, so April Fool's Day, the movie starts out, and we have like a weird, like almost found footage esque style, uh, like kind of uh, clearly like home footage of like these young college age kids just making stupid jokes about uh, fucking on the first date. We learned that it's April Fool's Day, which is really the only thing important that happens here, because uh, the chick says, "I fuck on the first date." April Fool. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right. Um, but we learned that, okay, so we, we the next scene is regular. It's no longer found footage, which honestly was relief. I was on the mood for an 80s found footage film. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so the, the main chick's name is Muffy, which upsets me, but she's getting ready for a party and her because her parents are going out of town. Yes, it's and, Muffy St. John's, by the way. Oh. <laughs> and... <laughs> She basically is like, oh, yeah, it's going to be bloody unforgettable. And so we're like, all right, this is okay. First red flag, your name is Muffy. Second red flag, you're being creepy. <laughs> and you're talking about it being bloody unforgettable. So we know something's probably going to go right here. And she's like in the basement moving stuff around. Yeah. For some... like removing like a mannequin and doing some weird stuff. Yeah, there's some creepy stuff down there. Yeah. And the basement is in the movie. Like, no. <laughs> And the basement is in the movie, like literally five minutes of the whole film. So it's like, what? <laughs> it's weird that they're like setting up the basement. But uh, I noticed right away that Kit, the character Kit, is played by Amy Steele, the main protagonist from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. And she was supposed to be in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. She's supposed to have been like training, uh, become like a badass, but she declined to reprise her role. And then instead, she did this. I don't know if it's like the same time or maybe a few years after, but nice to see her again. And then like Biff from Back to the Future is also. Oh, he's in it. I didn't even notice. <laughs> is he Beef? He's one of the guys. Yeah, he's <laughs> the big jockey guy. Yeah. Yeah, his name's Beef. That was one of my notes. I was like, I like how they name like the fucking big jock like Beef. <laughs> and then Muffy is played by Deborah Foreman, who is in like three of my favorite '80s movies. Oh wow. So she is in this one, April Fool's Day, uh, Valley Girl with Nick Cage, love I love. love and she is in Waxwork, which is also one of my favorite <laughs> films, Waxwork 1 and Waxwork 2. Very nice. Waxwork is having the wonderful Bruce Campbell in it. Her IMDb says she have, a, I guess, maybe a cameo or small role in the remake of Valley Girl. Oh, yeah, that's Real right. Fast 2020. Yeah. Finn Olent is also in this one as well as Leprechaun that we just watched. So. Oh, wow. It's a star-studded cast. <laughs> For the 80s. Yes. And then you have, you kind of have all the archetypes like represented very much like yeah. Breakfast Club. Uh, yeah, the tomboy. Yeah. But you definitely know that the majority of these people are rich bitches, like <laughs> with daddy's money, except for um, Ken Olin's character, who is the one who has to work for what he get. And right off the bat, you know that there's a big group of hot young co-eds and it's an 80s horror movie, which in my mind, that means the body count's about to rise, baby. And so they're on the ferry. We learned that it's the last one for the week, which is kind of weird. That's kind of like our situation actually that happened earlier. 
Um, it's a good thing Ben. It's a good thing uh, Camp Counselor Ben was able to get here, though. You know, since it is his house, you wouldn't have been able to get in. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely here while you're having this conversation. So yeah, glad we made it. <laughs> oh, would you, could you hear me this whole time? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Uh, well, um, just peeping on... through the eyes of the uh, <laughs> the paintings. Yeah, they're on this ferry, and the scene is like kind of long. There's like a lot of dialogue I didn't care about. Uh, the main takeaway for me was one of the like bros coughs on this chick to get her attention. And in the time of like Corona quarantine, I was like, this is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life is him coughing on her to get his to get her attention. <laughs> they're on the ferry. They're almost, um, you know, they're probably like halfway to the, this is a big lake. <laughs> it takes them quite a while to get to the uh, the house, but two of the bros are playing some kind of like knife game, which I'm like, why are we doing this on a moving boat? I feel like this is maybe not the best idea, but for whatever reason, things get heated and the guy, one of them like throws the knife at the other one which I'm like, let's not throw knives, maybe. And you know what? He gets him. His friend gets impaled by the blade and falls into the lake. And I'm like, all right, well, that was quick. Before yeah. they even get to the house, someone died. But turns out, it's a joke. It's April Fool's Day. It's all. It's fake. Very elaborate, yeah. I don't get how they even faked that. It seemed like they would have had say, the capacity to do that. I will say one of my notes that I written down is like I like how the film did a very like meatball esque kind of like slapstick comedy, but it was done well to where like it wasn't like overtly like this is gonna be like a comedy bit real quick. Like yeah. they very they did it very smart throughout the film. That's like one thing. I, that's why I was like, okay, I was like, I see this film and I like it. Like it's not very like slapstick. It's just actual, just like it goes along with it. Very well. That is so true. Like you think it's gonna be like pratfall kills and like all yeah, of yeah. That was I was like, it's like it gives a very like meatball like kind of feel to it, but yeah. like it does not do like how that film does it. But that's like what I liked about it. I was like, it's actually a pretty good film with like the comedy part of it. Yeah, and then you also like in this scene, the uh, the deckhand guy he jumps off to go help, so he's in the water too, and he's he's helping, and they're close to the dock, so they're getting ready. Like after all of the, you know, the captain's really pissed off because he's like, "Why the hell is he <laughs> doing this?" And the sheriff, or is he the sheriff of the town? I don't know. I think like, so, yeah. Yeah, he comes on his boat and like gets mad at the kids, and then they get they get the. They uh get they're they're getting close to the dock and so the deckhand's getting closer to um to tie it off. And he's in the water yeah. while he's doing it. In the water, yeah. I do love in these movies where it's always like, oh, there's only one way on and off, and like the ferry only runs like once a week or like once every other day. And I'm like, how practical is that? <laughs> I feel Not. like I feel like ferries run every day. Yeah, because it was like the same thing. Like, and like I still have to do last summer. They're like, there's only one boat on and off, and only runs every now and then. I'm like, also, let's, why be, would you let's go? be real. Let's be real. These bougie ass people don't have their own personal boat that can take them across. Like, come on, well, right? You boat back, so Muffy's boat is going back. <laughs> you live on an island. <laughs> you own an yeah. island. You can own a boat. Yeah. Well, as Clementy Cat was saying, one of the one of the bros was in the water trying to tie down, like trying to throw the like the loop of rope onto the dock to help them like, I guess, dock the boat. He keeps missing. <laughs> and he keeps missing a thousand times and the boat's getting closer and closer. And all of a sudden uh, that motor is real close to his face and he he's like, ah, and then he gets, he gets ran over and then we see blood and we're like, oh, great. <laughs> oh, great. Another shitty April Fool's Day joke. But uh, he pops up and that eye is uh, out of its socket. It's pretty oh. gnarly looking and they like, they haul him off on a boat. What, now they have boats. Now they have boats and they take him off to the hospital. And it's like, oh, wow, this is a lot. It's disturbing. He's screaming <laughs> and they're all they panicking. Dad put an actual like death after the, the fake death to make it yeah. like, oh, this He is didn't real. die. He was just, you know, hideous. Well, injury, I guess. He became two-faced, basically. He's like a little pug. Well, I oh. pop out. Yep, and so they arrive at the house, and it's basically just a huge mansion. It's got like a really perfect ocean view. Uh, Muffy mentions on a clear day you can see the Kennedys across the lake. And at dinner is when the pranks begin. There is whoopee cushions. There's chairs with collapsible legs. There's champagne champagne flutes that leak when you try to drink out of them. And Muffy is all in on April Fool's Day. It seems, <laughs> which honestly, a nightmare. We learned that, so everyone is settling into their rooms. One of the bros is like 
we hear him saying like oh yeah muffy uh basically he wants to get with her for her money uh since so he sees like this badass mansion she lives in um but he's like searching around his room and he like opens the closet there's like a newspaper clipping of like a, people dying in a crash then he like opens it, the dresser drawer and finds like more of them and it's just like hmm maybe a few red flags <laughs> by Everybody's finding, finding very things. interesting things in their home yeah like, room and uh yeah, Hal is is new money, Southern new money, and he knows that Muffy St. John comes from old money, so he wants to get a piece of that by marrying her. <laughs> he thinks that that's going to happen. <laughs> People with new money do not know how to act. They don't. <laughs> no class. Yeah, I feel, it seems like everyone has like something questionable in the room. I know one of the couples has like handcuffs. And like kind of like kinky <laughs> fetish gear. Yeah, doesn't she pull out like the like the shackles and everything like from the dresser? I'm like, okay. Yeah, this there's is my room. Leather goods in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I, I made a note. This is a very horny movie. <laughs> we see a couple <laughs> like making love and the guy's like twisted up like a pretzel. And then another guy oh, in, like yeah. and the room next door is like pulls out a Playboy. When all and he's like about to like go to town, all of a sudden like the chair collapses. <laughs> I was gonna say because, there was... because at the end of the day, this is April Fool's Day, and you have to remember that. Yeah, and then yeah. somebody finds doesn't somebody find like drugs in their medicine cat, like real drugs or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then one like of them. Heroin. Yeah, and then one of the guys is like and he's just like snooping around and pulls out a cigar, and it's just like smoking the cigar, and then it eventually just like explodes <laughs> in his <Yeah>. face. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Ben? Uh, no, I was gonna say when they were doing when they were doing the room matchups. I guess like the two guys are like put in the room together or whatever. I think it was Judd Nelson and the other one. But I was like, I like how they played like the whole like gay bit for it. But it wasn't like homophobic or anything. It was just like fun and like they like they were just like actually just like enjoy themselves. And I was yeah, like, wow, it was they very like, like like cuddly, like oh yeah. Like- <laughs> it wasn't like problematic where they weren't making like jokes about it. They're just like, all right, like we'll just room together then. I was like, this mm-hmm. is cute. For an 80s movie, that's pretty Yeah, good. that was that was pretty big. I was like, that's pretty big for an 80s movie. That was again too why like I like this movie. It was just like it played on certain things, but like it didn't make them like overtly weird or anything. But then the worst one, of course, is the baby crying. That one was weird. That one's sad because like they allude to her having an abortion, right? Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. But, so oh my god, I didn't get that. That wow. was the rough one. Wow. <laughs> like, that was the <laughs> someone's fucked up. <laughs> So I wonder actually, if all of these are attached to something in their past that we don't fully know, but it's all character development that we're not really. So she got real personal with all of this, I think. Right. Yeah. And yeah, but they don't really explore that too much. No, they don't think. go into it. Is the crying baby the one that's like the eyes behind that painting or is that just creepy and just there? It was like no, a voice a- box or something. <laughs> okay. she finds. It's yeah, a tape it was- recorder in the cabinet. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Although that was a very funny gag, the cat, the cat, uh, the cat clock behind the eyes or behind that the That was photo. a good one. <laughs> Muppy needs to get a goddamn life. This bitch has too much time on her hands. There was a, a rich... lot going on. Yeah, She's a, a rich white woman. What is she supposed to do with her time? Oh my god. Anyway, she, to... she just makes money. But but fortunately for us as a horror, as horror movie fans, things don't stay fun for very long because our boy Skip goes to the boathouse. Uh, I don't remember why. I feel like he like found a weed plant growing on the way there. <laughs> he was like about to roll up in the boathouse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he like he just like picked a few leaves. But off. all of a sudden, he he turns towards the door of the boathouse, and he's like, ah, and like, oh, he did. Uh, yeah. So the next next morning, uh, a few of the people run into Muffy in the kitchen, and she's humiliated because she has that bad Hermione Granger wig going on. And she quickly runs away. She's <laughs> very is... frazzled. And we think, like, what the hell is wrong with this? I didn't understand that. I was like, you legit went down there. That was a choice. It's you the, could have fixed yourself it's up. It's the wig for me. It's the bad wig for me. It's like, whoosh, it's like, it's like a joke. Hey, right, girl, put a hat on. I mean, that would be me if I brushed my hair out, basically. <laughs> it would look like that. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like she didn't even have curly hair there before that. No, they just they just <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It's just like supposed to look chaotic and and, and she did <laughs> rough. Yeah, um, I I forget the name of these characters, but one of the couples is about to hook up in the shack, the the exact same boat shack, uh, where Skip we know Skip went missing, 
uh, when they see through the flo fl floorboards, which are way too far spaced apart, I feel, for it to be like a safe <laughs> <laughs> flooring. But through the cracks, they see um, the dead body of Skip floating by gently. And they search for him, uh, obviously, because they're like, oh, shit, we think we saw his dead body. Or he's playing a prank on us. <laughs> And so they're searching for him, and they find his knife. It's broken and covered in blood, which is never a good sign. Mm -mm. Nope, not a good sign. How cheap song. is that knife if it's broken? Arch is in the woods looking for, I guess, looking for Skip, and he gets in, like, one of those classic rope traps where he gets, like, it goes around his foot, and he gets, like, pulled up in the air. Uh, he's hanging upside down when he sees someone walk up to him, and we know, oh, he did. But there's a snake, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's also a snake, snake for some reason. Around. Yeah. <laughs> She went, they went all out. Yeah. And after this, after he disappears, they're like, okay, well, you actually fuck this. Let's call the cops. Which, why is that not your first thing when your friend goes missing, by the way, is to call the cops? Like, <laughs> well, I think they were setting it up like he was, he was the black sheep of the family. He was kind of disturbed. There was stuff going on. So they, I don't think they were too alarmed. They were setting it up that way. Also, I mean, like, it could be like me where, you know, I show up like hours late. I like just been sleeping all the time. Well, so it's probably true. like his MO. He's like, He's probably late to shit. And they're like, he'll be here, but where the fuck is he, you know? Yeah, like we just left you at the dock. <laughs> yes, which I clearly was at my house, but we'll figure well, that we out. I thought it was you. <laughs> yeah, they tried to call the cops, but guess what? The phone lines are not working. So they're not able to do that. Oh, but it's okay. Oh, wait, it's not because also the water's out. <laughs> so they have to go fetch some water from the wells like a bunch of peasants. And in the meantime, Muffy is acting sus. She is almost excited that they're that they're like trapped there. And she's like, oh, someone's probably playing a trick. Ha ha ha. And everyone else is like, our friends are disappearing <laughs> like very quickly. Uh, this is really not the thing. Um, but the people that went to go get water at the well, we have like this really horrible corny line. And the guy is like, I know you think I'm just some kind of hick, but I want to plow your field. And she replies wow. by sexually saying, draw me some water. And it's like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? What is happening right now this movie? The 1980s, bro. Things are different. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for some jazzy music in the background. Yes. <laughs> and so Homeboy tries to draw some water, but guess what? The rope that the bucket is attached to is like a thousand years old and rotted. And the bucket falls straight into the well. And that's when basically he forces her to go down there <laughs> to retrieve the bucket <laughs> because she she drops the flashlight in there. Uh, that's when other, one of the so basically there's like rungs on the side of the well, so she's able to climb down. But one of them breaks as she's climbing down, and she falls into the well and sees like the severed heads and the body of of one of her friends and like severed head of the two guys and then the body of the one chick that disappeared. And yeah, so like oh yeah, there's definitely some murder going on <laughs> going on around here. <laughs> Um, but for some reason, they all are suspicious of the fairy guys. I think that the captain of the fairy is like trying to kill them because of like their pranks earlier. They think that um, he's trying to get revenge on them. <gasps> yeah, which is I don't this... really, I don't really get because like their friend like got messed up. So I feel like that was already like revenge enough is their friend being permanently disfigured. But well, there's good news because the cop calls. All of a sudden, the phones are working, <laughs> and. <laughs> Um, that's when homeboy that answered the phone realizes like oh shit like it can't be the ferryman because he's been at the hospital with the cop this whole time uh, we'll go with their friend and that's when the group grows more and more paranoid they start to accuse each other they suspect something is off about muffy though because that wig <laughs> and that's when <laughs> the group gets killed off it, it kind of like um progresses very quickly from here they kind of get killed off one by one and just kit and rob remain kit being the actress earlier i mentioned from friday the 13th part two and then her bay, uh, they go to the attic and they find dolls that are covered in blood or decapitated the same way that like their dead friends were. Um, and shortly after they find their dead friend's body throughout the house as they try to escape because they're like, we're getting out of here. <laughs> this is like messed up. And they realize, oh yeah, you know, we're kind of trapped on an island. Let's probably go to the boat to try and get out of here. And so they go to the boat and they try to escape, but they find a notice from the state hospital about an escapee. Um, we learned that a dangerous person has escaped and they're considered dangerous, which I don't know why they repeated that so many times, mm. but they try to start the boat and they realize, oh yeah, the key's in the house. Muffy mentioned it. So we have to go back there, no. but bad news. Muffy's in there too. <laughs> and they know that. <laughs> and they enter through the basement, which finally we get the basement 
it's the first time I think that they even go there since the first scene of the movie. And they find Muffy's clothes in the furnace. And they see height marks on the wall. And Kit remembers a picture of twins he saw in the study. And they haven't been with Muffy. They realize they haven't been with Muffy. They've been with her twin sister, Buffy. <laughs> Muffy and oh my god why i hated that that's I so weird that that people reveal. that people have such like familiar sounding names like when they're twins you know so i mean muffy is a nickname isn't muffy short for muffaletta <laughs> is it muffle no shut up muffaletta i believe that's a sandwich i <laughs> am <laughs> hey, buffalo chicken ranch oh my god, oh my god. It's, like, it's like bill's like short for billiam <laughs> Muffaletta. I'm not to look that up. That's gross. Oh, and we mentioned earlier that the uh, creepy portrait with the missing eyes. There's another one down there in the basement, and they pull it away from the wall. And what's behind there? The severed head of their friend Muffy. Whoa! <laughs> and that's dead. when that's when Buffy pulls up on him and starts stalking him. And they're, she's trying to get into the house. I think they're in like the kitchen at this point. Yeah, they're in the kitchen. Yeah. And that's She's when, like a muttering area, like trying to like <laughs> through the glass door. And Homegirl has like a full blown scimitar, like a full like big ass, like not even machete, bigger than a machete type knife. And she chases scythe. Kit, yeah, <laughs> like literally a scythe, yeah. She like chases them into, the, she chases Kit into the living room. Uh, well, throughout, through, chases her through the kitchen, and somehow she gets separated from her boyfriend. And it's just her and, and Buffy, you know, she's she's right there in her face with a knife. She's like stabbing and like missing just by a few inches. And Kit is like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. And then all of a sudden, um, Buffy opens the door and Kit runs through the door into the living room and there's just all her friends and the sheriff and everyone that they've, they've met, just chilling, relaxing. Yeah. Ha ha. And that's when Muffy or Buffy reveals, oh, this knife is fake. And she like stabs her hand. And it's like clearly like one of those collapsible knives. But meanwhile, and... Rob is still like, <laughs> yeah, poor Rob is locked out. Just yeah. scared out of his mind. But yeah, so Muffy at this point is like, she praises Kit and the boyfriend for being good sluice. She's like, oh yeah, I was set to inherit the house. But yeah, I think at this point, yeah, like, She's like revealing all this stuff to Kit, but at the same time, like the boyfriend's still over there in the kitchen, <laughs> thinking Freaking she's out. dead. And that's when the friend that got his eye ran over with a boat pops up next to him, and he's just like terrifying him. And he's like, ah, ah, and then he like pulls off the prosthetic and reveals, like, oh yeah, I'm not even injured. It's he nothing. puts it on him, like yeah. put the prosthetic, <laughs> like the latex on him, which is hilarious. Oh my God. That, would, like, that would be horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so. And so Muffy basically reveals to them like, oh yeah, I'm set to inherit this house, but they want it to be self-sustaining. So she's going to make it into a whodunit house. And she reveals that no one is who they are except for the fairy man who's actually a fairy man. <laughs> <laughs> and my thing is, this is a big production budget for, <laughs> for it's yeah. very- She's wealthy. She's trying to go big. Like well, she's she part of her trust for fund. For it to be self-sufficient, I feel like you can't be custom making these prosthetics. You can, unless you're like Tom Savini's on staff. Like, how are you oh, gonna? Okay. Well, is... I mean, he, he is like he's a special. The guy who got his eye done was a special effects artist. So oh, okay, yeah. He's on the staff, and so um, yeah. <laughs> it's like her cousin or something, right? Well, no, her her uncle is the sheriff, dude. Oh, okay, so that was her uncle, and then. Um, then her brother, who is her it twin brother, is actually <laughs> it was not her cousin. He he was in on it too. And then the guy who got named at the dock is the special effects artist. I mean, it does. It's pretty smart too, because also like her parents are like, we don't want you just to give you this house. Like you have to like kind of earn it and keep up with it. But it is a pretty smart idea for like a dead and breakfast, if you will. Yeah. Oh and wow. Then we, can we talk about the best kill, like the penis being chopped off? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <She was like, laughs> that was the best one. It's so like, stupid. oh my god, stop playing with it. It's fine. And then like just the big reveal, it's gone. Yeah. That that was that was my favorite kill in the whole movie. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Isn't he wearing like a gimp hood or something? Yeah. 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 Playing else. around and stuff. And I saw this movie when I was like eight or nine. <laughs> Oh my god! And like I loved it. And like the first, the first thing I thought when it was done was, 
I want to do that. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god. Wow. So that says cool. a lot about me, I know. But I really so, like so is this going to turn into a uh, Calamity Cat's kink corner or? <laughs> well, I just, no, I, no, I didn't mean that. I meant like the, the whole movie, like the setup. Like I, oh, okay. I want to trick my friends. Not that I want to do bondage. <laughs> oh, I took, I took it a different way. Never mind. My yeah. Bad. I thought you wanted to cut yeah. off the penis. That's what I thought. You yeah. Were no, I, I did not want to Lorena Bobbitt somebody. I was <laughs> like, I was like, and, and a feminist was born. After. I just thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so after being, you know, after the big reveal, if it's all a whodunit, you know, set up, not real, they all get champagne drunk because they, at this point, they deserve it, you know, especially Kit and Homie, you know, because they were traumatized to the last yeah, second. Yeah, they were all, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Well, I mean, I guess everybody was. I mean, like, what's it? what is his name? Biff or Boff or whatever. Beef. Like, uh, allegedly. allegedly allegedly it's beef i think it is biff though yeah they find out that the snake wasn't part of it like there was like little things that were off yeah like she's like well the snake was not supposed to be there so that was real um and there were a couple things that were totally off but they're yeah they're partying they're having a good time except for maybe one person is not partying yeah well at the end of the night we see muffy heading back to her bedroom she's got a she's got a whole bottle she's got her own bottle service going on she puts it on the on the little uh, bedside table and it just falls over <laughs> just pouring champagne uh because she's she's distracted because on her bed is a present and she opens it and of course it's a creepy ass jack-in-the-box and she starts cranking it very slowly we're getting the jack-in-the-box music and then like right before it's gonna pop she just like puts it down very quickly she's like no put it down and then she's like waits she hesitates for a few seconds then she's like no i'm gonna go ahead and pop it so she picks it back up <clears throat> decides to crank it and then it pops and immediately from behind her like hands grab her and like a knife like slits her throat and we see like blood oozing down but then immediately after like we see it's one of the friends and it's a fake knife and it's like corn syrup and it's like oh my god this needs to end it's a lot it's too much it's too much (laughs) i think you find out like that nan was probably in on it too because she was her theater partner um yeah yeah. she was like the quiet scary one yeah, so she she there was no abortion probably. It was just like story. <laughs> <That's> elaborate <laughs> uh, backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how that's, that's well, the backstory. She's a scholar. She needs, she needs to have her character now. That's the backstory you choose. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it. I wrote oh, it. My... messed up. <laughs> yeah, I wrote my notes. Just kidding. It's another fucking joke. This movie is exhausting. <laughs> I was like, when I go into that mind, I was like, if you're in that moment, like, would you, because obviously, obviously you would feel like if your neck was being cut, but I'm like, would you just freak out because you're feeling like the blood and everything and the motion? But in then like two seconds, you're like, oh, I'm not actually not bleeding. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, when anybody grabs you, you're already like, right? Like you have that scared heightened thing. So being ready to hit a bitch. Yeah. Like having blood drip you don't know what it feels like to actually have it cut so you don't know you're just freaking out. <laughs> true you're just you're just going through the moments of it happening yeah and then Which, the jack in the box winks at the you know at the people watching at the screen well and it's the flashback at the beginning of the movie yeah right like she's a kid and you know because your birthday is on april fool's day you get a lot of shit growing up <laughs> like the whole oh time. that's why she loved it so much okay yeah so she learned to love the jokes and love i mean love i definitely else. fully watched this movie yes <laughs> <laughs> well, i've only seen it maybe 35 times oh my goodness <laughs> i watched it twice and the, the uh i think the second time i thought when we were recording on wednesday so i was like speed reading through it so i was like i don't need the middle part i was like i see the beginning a little bit and the end to know what's going on <laughs> it's right. got some choice dialogue though so like i think for some of the silly uh 80s quirks to it um it's worth watching Oh no, it definitely is. It's it's very good. Like it gets you yeah, really well, into well, it. Let's let's go ahead and just get straight into Ack Ack or Whack Whack and just like give our opinions. I feel like I feel like I can already tell we all enjoyed it a lot, but I guess let's go ahead and just like get straight into like um what we actually think. Um Calamity Cat, I think you recommended this movie, right? So what I'm I'm gonna assume you're you're a fan, but what what are your opinions on this movie? But what are we rating this week? What is our rating system? <clears throat> We're going one to ten on a Muffy's hair. <laughs> one to ten bad one wigs. To ten bad wigs. Box, okay. I was gonna say one, I was to, ten, one to ten bad wigs. Yeah, what do you get? 
Okay. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's one of my favorites, and I watch it like it almost like every year. Um, so I'm I'm gonna give it, you know, one to what? What was it? <laughs> one to ten, ten bad wigs. So ten is a good bad wig. Yeah, no, ten is high, one is low. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm gonna give it a nine. This is definitely up there for me. Wow. Yeah. I mean, also too, I mean, you didn't ask for my opinion yet, but <laughs> But I would say no, uh, it was definitely it was definitely like an eight point five to a nine for me. It was very good. Like I said, I like how like the jokes weren't like over overly done and like made it to be it was a joke. Like it just happened like naturally. Um, the characters are pretty fun. I mean, it's the typical kind of like setup, like jock nerd, slut, everything like that. So it was fun, but yeah, I like how they delivered everything for it. So 8.5 to 9. Just pick one. It's not fine, 8.5. Oh, wow. Okay. If I don't go Brie, what are your thoughts? Mwah? I mean, this movie <laughs> is a lot of fun. Um, I enjoy the, the humor and the plot and everything, but it's definitely not as good as other things we've watched. So for that reason, I'm going to have to give it a 6.5. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow wow i love how you just rag on people's favorite movie <laughs> i like well i'm more campy i get it not, yeah that's not her thing i like yeah. camp. that's that's okay oh and Same. i appreciate a good camp but um, not this one I mean, he's t- like keyword good camp <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I didn't realize it was already sunset. It's very shady out. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, you guys, seriously. All right, well, this is my first time watching it. And as as, uh, famously sometimes hipster trash, I love an underappreciated and less known movie. And this uh, definitely is worth- Not the first time I've been called that. (laughs) No, I said I, as me being that, not you. (laughs) No, I said me, not you. You guys. Oh, my God. No, I said, as someone who is famously sometimes hipster trash who appreciates under uh, underappreciated, less known things, this is this ticked all the boxes for me. It was ridiculous. It was stupid. It uh, subverted expectations. Even when you thought you knew what was going on, it still was like, no, we're going to pretend to kill another person in the last five seconds of this movie. Just to make you mentally exhausted from all the all the gags, but no, it was a great time. I would give it a nine out of ten. I'll watch this every year, absolutely. I mean, wow. it, we didn't even watch it on April Fool's Day, and it was still a lot of fun because honestly, who cares? <laughs> it's, not, it's not like Christmas where you can't like watch a Christmas movie randomly. Like I feel like this is good any time of the year. So, oh yeah, I definitely watch Krampus like every other month or so. <laughs> is it Adam just, Scott? Is that one? Yes, <laughs> he's so adorable. <laughs> All right, our our next segment is called Reanimated, in which we beautifully reenact a scene from the movie. Um, this week, we are reenacting the scene that we discussed a little bit, the scene where they're, they're, the water is out, the phone lines are out. I think the power is out too, right? And so you have to go to the well to get some water. And Nikki and her uh, allegedly country bumpkin, uh, possibly boo-to-be Harvey, are at the well. So yeah, here we go. Uh, playing Nikki is camp counselor Ben. Playing Harvey is Rental Girl Bring. And doing the stage direction, I guess what you'd call it, is Calamity Cat. Exterior, well, dusk. Nikki makes ghost sounds following Harvey through the dark. It makes him nervous. I don't think you should really do that. Is that it? <clears throat> is that it? The well is like old fashioned kind. Boy, when she said well, she really meant well. Who dug this thing? I can't say that. That's against my people. Pocahontas? (laughs) (laughs) She reaches for the wooden bucket attached by a metal hook to the thick rope. Harvey preempts. Here, let me do it. I probably had more experience than you. You mean back on the farm? I know you think I'm a hick, but I'd like to change your mind about that 
if you'd only give me the chance. Why? Because I really like to plow your field. Do like a giggle, Ben. Do like a little giggle before you. <laughs> Draw me some water. He's glad to oblige. Opening the hinged wood well cover and lowering the bucket slowly, the dark hole seems to go on forever. Suddenly, there's a muffled clatter deep within the well. Oh, crap. What happened? I lost the bucket. Harve. How? The rope was rotten. Any fool could have seen that. You didn't. Here, shine your light down so I can get a fix on it. She rises on her toes, flashing the powerful beam down the dank hole. Oh, oh, Jesus. Sorry, I got like dank holes. <laughs> it's, the, the description of the hole here is very subjective. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, I didn't even finish the rest of it. Okay, right, right. Do, do take, we want to go take, back to that? Take, take it, dank hole. <laughs> She rises on her toes, flashing the powerful beam down the dank hole. Harvey bends over to look. A rotted piece of well cover breaks off in his hand. He lurches forward. Oh, oh, Jesus. He slams back in ashen horror. What? Stay back. Don't look. I'm a big girl now. I think I can handle a few spiders and frogs. She shines the beam down again, bending in for a look. Nikki. She should have listened to him. Nan's body lies twisted and jammed along the slime. Her dress is torn, revealing a, <laughs> a white breast with veins of blood streaming across it and into the water. Next to her, Arch's severed head gapes up in a rictus grin joined in its leer by Skip's decapitated head. It's like the very guts have been torn out of her. Ugh. End scene. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, and now in our final segment we have, hold on, someone's calling me. Let me see, UPS. Um, hello, is this UPS? Hello? Oh, hey, U UPS? Uh, yes, this uh, is yes. UPS. <laughs> yeah, how can I help you, UPS? Is it USPS or, P or UPS? Yeah, USPS does stamps. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I have your stamp order at the post office. Wow, it's good <laughs> that you're on speaker and also on mic. <laughs> cool. All right, I'm going to go ahead and I have to go. Guys, sorry. Um, next segment is uh, Clementine Cat's Corner. I gotta go get something from the post from the US, the UPS store, I guess. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll be back with you. I need to get some lady products at the store. Seriously, okay. guys, you're just gonna leave during my segment. All right, whatever. It's, it's okay. just Clementine Cat's Corner. Uh, you, you got it. Um, uh, so. I'm still here with you, Clementine Cat. We'll bring these... you back a PSL. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll bring you back a UPSL. All right, um, bye, guys. <laughs> all right. Okay, so for this week's Calamity Cats Corner, I would like to suggest that you check out The Power on Shudder. Uh, this, is, this has been one of my favorites in a long time. It's really, really well done. Um, I have to say it's, it's, you know, it's a UK film. It's about, it takes place in the 70s during the blackouts um, in the UK. And that was like, I guess there was sort of like a strike between the workers and the corporations and the utilities. Um, uh, and so there were rolling blackouts that happened uh, during that time. And we have a character who is um, a nurse in training and she's on her first day and uh, she has to work the night shift uh, during the blackout and she does not love the dark. So that's the setup. It gets really scary and very interesting from there. There's a lot that happens in this film. And uh, I don't want to give away too much. You need to go check it out. The power on Shudder. 
Hey, this is the USPS. Hey, hello? This is, hello, this is the UPS store. Oh, the UPS store. Okay. UPS. Um, yeah, I think my friends were just going there. What's going on? You have a package? I have a package. Yeah, you come get it at UPS store. Okay. Uh, I don't think I ordered anything. And UPS, you... UPS mean you package store? Okay, um, yeah, is it for Calamity Cat? It says Calamity Cat with K's. Oh, okay. Um, Come get it, bye. All right, I guess I'm gonna go. Um, Camp Counselor Ben, do you want to go with me or you're just gonna hang out here? Uh, no, I'll go with you. We'll go check it out. We'll we'll see what this mysterious right. package is. I don't is. really yeah. think this is legit, but I guess. Hello. Hey, UPS store. Yeah, why are you calling again? What's going on? Your friends are here. They said come alone. Oh, I'm supposed to come by myself. Yeah, they said come alone. Don't bring, don't bring stamp chance or don't bring camp counselor Ben. Wow. Weird how he heard our conversation, but sure. Just magic. But he also said... Come alone, but... Okay, uh, all right. I am so confused. All right, whatever. I guess I will go. Um, Is it... Camp Counselor Ben, is it in town? Like, where am I going? Because I don't even know. Like, how do we get there? Just walk down to the... Oh my God, this is getting ridiculous. Hello? UPS store. Yeah, no, I got that. What's going on? Are you on the way? Yeah, I don't know where it is, but okay, I was trying to, like, why are you so concerned about me coming so soon? Like, Come I... on, come on. Take <laughs> take UPS boat. Okay, all right. I'm going to take this this random ferry. It's the last yeah, there's one, a UPS the last boat one for the, the week. Back. Yeah, there's a UPS boat randomly. I don't know who's in the background, back. but you can't come. Okay, so... <laughs> But, it says Amazon on it. Is that, am I supposed to get on that? Okay. All right. You hung up. All right. So I'm going to get on this random boat that says Amazon, but to a UPS store. So, all right. Well, Camp Counselor Ben, this has been interesting and I will see you later. Yeah, no, definitely. I uh, hope you have a safe trip. Uh, don't fall in the water and get hit by the propeller. Okay, I wasn't uh, yeah. said that, but um, yeah. all right, I will, I will, I will head on yeah. out. <laughs> oh, also, while you're there, uh, I randomly just ran out of stamps. Can you bring me um, some stamps, please? Sure. Yeah, well, I heard there's a new collectible, the Prince Phillips, out. Uh, if you can give me that one, thanks. Okay. Yeah, I- I'll do that. Camp counselor Ben. Yeah. Died. That wasn't on purpose. That wasn't on purpose. <laughs> okay, here I am. Uh, this weird Amazon boat. <laughs> Crazy fast. Sounds like me after Mexican food. UPS store. Wait, I said come alone. I did come alone. I just heard your friend. There must have been a stowaway. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, well. One of your friends is inside waiting for you. They said, okay. their, name is, they said their name is Glenn uh, Ben. Okay, listeners. I'm about to walk into this very shady UPS, USPS place where you can also get stamps. <laughs> if you don't hear from me again... I suggest that you look up Stamp Chancellor Glenn. <laughs> I'm, I, okay, I'm going to walk in now. Calamity Cat walks inside um, the UPS store. She sees a box on the counter. It says Calamity Cat, both with two Ks. She opens the box slowly. Okay, I am going to open this box. I don't want to open this box, so I'm going to open this box. What's in the box? (laughs) What's in the box? 
Wait, what's in the box? What's in the box? I think you're a little too calm about that. It's it's <laughs> it's Al's head. Oh, that's fine. What's in the box? Uh, Is that okay, what it was? Well, yeah. Not, I'm just gonna call about this. I don't think we should be calm about this. Yeah, I know. It happens like every other week. It's fine. You get severed heads like delivered to you every once in a while. What? Do you not? No. That's just a me thing. Yeah, that's a you <laughs> thing for sure. Oh, wow. That's a you thing. from inside the store also the best reception ever you just get calls wherever ups store you have another package it's another box what i'm i'm here dude where are you oh here you go okay uh thank you why do i have another box that's a preset what is in this box i really don't want to open this box ben you open this box i'm not opening it uh fine i'll open it <laughs> Oh my god, it's Bree's head. What? Oh my god. Oh my god. Why are we here? Can we leave now, please? But this one's for you though, isn't it? This is your package. Why are you getting Bree's severed head? What have you been doing? Why is this addressed to you? I don't know. Because some psycho who listens to this podcast is trying to kill all of us. Oh my god. Who is this guy? Please let it be her head. UPS store. Dude, who are you? Why are I, you killing my friends? I have box for Glenn. Package for Glenn. It's a. It looks to be like a knife. Here you Glenn? go. Glenn, are what the? Are you Glenn? You are Stamp Chancellor Glenn. What the hell? No, I am Ben, Camp Counselor Ben. Quiet. Oh my gosh, this is not. This is not cool. What, what is happening right now? Did y'all see Stamp Counselor Glenn? Ben, ben, Chancellor ben, Glenn? ben opens the package addressed to Glenn. He, it's a scalpel. He pulls it, he pulls it out and approaches Calamity Cat menacingly. Get me get away from me with that thing, okay? He laughs maniacally. <laughs> this was his plan all along. Glenn, you have to I've, calm down and get away from me right now. He slashes out the air in front no, of him. No, get away, get away from me. He misses her head by inches, hitting oh. the bookcase beside her, which slowly tilts, swivels a little bit. What is going on here? This bookcase is moving. She searches what? the bookcase. I'm, uh, what, what is this room? What is going on? This is so weird. In the room, she sees none other than Evil Al in Benogobri, alive and well. Did you guys just April Fool's me? This is fucked up. April Fools. April Fools. April Fools. April Fools. This is terrible. I thought you guys were dead. Who did those heads? Because they look real good. Real Greg good. Wait, what do you mean? Wait, what heads? Wait, what? We got friends like Greg Nicotero. Why do we have our crappy budget if we've got friends like Greg Nicotero? Oh, those are just some like hitchhikers I found on the side of the road that look similar to <laughs> Final Girl Bree and Evil Al. Uh, okay. No one's going to miss them. Yeah, it's fine. Yay. Uh, what a happy ending. <laughs> Until next time, be sure to follow us on Facebook.com slash You Can't Hide Pod and Instagram at You Can't Hide Pod and give us your movie suggestions, suggestions in general, and feedback at You Can't Hide Pod at gmail.com. And that's not an April Fool's joke, that's real. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Until then, ha- happy. Mid-April Fool's Day and Six Flags music time. (laughs) I'm good, huh?